What's going on, guys, and welcome to November's episode of Plus Club, the show where we play the games offered on PlayStation Plus throughout the month, and at the end of the month, we talk about them like a book club. My name's Seth, and joining me today is Chevy on my left, and on your right, this guy right here. Uh, Chevy, how you doing? We just watched um, Chainsaw Man Episode 8. It was a crazy episode. It was. And uh, now we got to film this. So uh, anybody curious, make sure to go check out Tasty Flicks if you want to see our review on Episode 8 of Chainsaw Man. But since then, how you doing? I'm okay. Uh, still processing what we watched. Yeah, uh, it was wild. I'm telling you guys, it was fucking wild. Watch it. Yeah, I'll probably rewatch um, at least parts of it. Uh, yeah, I feel like I got to rewatch that too. I've been doing that pretty much every week with whatever shows I've been watching just to try to make sure I caught everything. Unless it's a slow episode, then I don't need to. But this had a lot of things happening in short um, windows. So I, I, uh, having a hard time keeping it all right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling super like I, I, we got here, we're getting ready to film. I was feeling kind of lethargic. We watched that episode. I'm feeling pumped up. I don't know how long that's going to last, but I'll take the energy and I'll use it because typically filming after work is uh, a little rough for me, for my, for my brain. Um, but I'm feeling good. So uh, we got to talk about some games, though. We played Neo 2 Lego Harry Potter Collection and Heavenly Bodies in November, and we're going to be reviewing those today, at least our uh, impressions that we got throughout the month. Um, but before we talk about those games, we got to talk about the games that have been leaked for December, the last month of 2022. I can't believe the year is already almost over. Fucking wild. And those games that have been leaked are Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Biomutant, and Divine Knockout. Now, I know you don't know what Divine Knockout is. I'll let you know. It is a 3D platform fighter. I know how much you love platform fighters. What do we think of the games coming out in December? Um, I mean, I was a little, and I do mean a little, <laughs> curious about Biomutant. So I guess I'll finally get my hands on that one. Um, I like Mass Effect, uh, but I've played all three, so um, this is going to be mostly to see what they did to it, um, and if I put any time in any of them, it'll likely be the second one. Uh, the other game, if it is like Power Stone, which is what it kind of sounds like to me, um, I kind of have an idea how I feel about it already, but, mm. uh, you know, maybe it'll surprise me. Yeah, um, I'm always excited to try a game that's not on my radar, and I think uh, Divine Knockout is coming out in December, so I think we're getting like a a released on PlayStation Plus game. Um, I watched a little bit of gameplay though, and it does not look that great. So this will at least be uh, a game I can hop in, check it out, and if I like it, I'll stick with it. But if it's like whatever, it'll be low investment, uh, which will be nice because Biomutant and all three Mass Effect games is quite a bit of game to play uh, in one month. So. Um, yeah, it's a lot to take on, so I'll, I'll welcome the uh, the small investment game. Uh, Biomutant is um, a game that took a long time to come out, and I've always been kind of curious about it. I actually played it at E3 in 2019 um, for a little bit, and then it took like even more years to come out after that. So it's it's got a weird release uh timing but uh so i have a little bit of experience with it but um i this is a game that like i was like i'll pick it up if it's on sale and i just never did so uh i'm happy to finally get to play it um and we'll see if it's any good i know you get to make your own characters so that's pretty cool um and then mass effect um i like mass effect 2 so uh it would be cool to revisit these games um I remember not being a big fan of how Mass Effect 1 played, and I think they did a lot of things to that in this edition. So uh, it's probably the first of the three I will be hopping back into to see what they did with it. Um, I am making no promise to play all three of these games all the way through, though. So if you expect that, that's not going to happen. I will be checking them out, and if they hook me in, I will play them further. But uh, more so, I will be checking out games I've played before, and seeing how they have uh, modernized them in this edition, because I am definitely curious about that. Um, and it is a pretty big get, because I think that came out not that long ago. Maybe a year? I don't remember. But uh, Three full... Well, I hesitate to say the third game, but three full RPGs as mm -hmm. well. So I heard they released stuff for the third game, though, after it came out, after all the complaining that 
made it feel like the full game people wanted, but I don't know because as soon as there there's controversy about that third game, I just kind of bowed out. So because I was like, I'm not interested in this. Yeah, I couldn't even like bring myself to finish it. I I did mm. not like the way it played. So it's so interesting. It's like two was like the perfect balance. But we'll talk about that uh, at the end of December after we have played these games and have that discussion. Do you have anything else you want to say on these games before we talk about the games we did play? Nope. All right. Well, let us know in the comments what do you guys think about Mass Effect, Legendary Edition, Biomutant, and Divine Knockout. Are you excited for these games? Are you not excited for these games? Let us know in the comments below. All right. So the games we did play in November are Neo 2, Lego Harry Potter Collection, and Heavenly Bodies. I feel like we should probably start with Neo 2 because we have actually reviewed this game, uh, I think, less than a year ago for uh, Game of the Month. It was Chris's pick when we originally played it and reviewed it. And, uh, yeah, we've already talked about it quite a bit, so maybe our uh, impressions here will be shorter than uh, than they would if it was fresh. But uh, if you didn't get a chance to play Neo 2, it is the continuation of Neo. Um, I think this one's a prequel, if I remember correctly. I think it's based before Neo, the original Neo. But uh, in it, it is, uh, well, you make, you make your own character, uh, and it is a third-person uh, action game. Definitely inspired by Dark Souls, but I always hesitate to say it with Neo because a lot of the things that you do in Neo and Neo 2 uh, are kind of part of uh, these guys' pedigree they've been doing for a long time. So it definitely uh, has inspiration from Dark Souls, but also has its own um, hyper-combat flair that, uh, that's a signature of what these guys do, guys do with their games. Uh, yeah, so you go from level to level, you play through them. Uh, just like a Dark Souls game, though, you don't find shortcuts, you open those up. So if you uh, go back to the beginning, you can go through the shortcuts and get back to other parts of the map. Uh, it features challenging enemies, um, lock-on targeting. Um, what is it? Yokai abilities in this one. That's a new thing uh, where you can use... Um, uh, you can either transform or use Yokai as abilities uh, in combat. Uh, it has a shitload of loot. Um gear different stuff to to equip to your character has a shitload of skills um and skill trees that are based off of weapons and all sorts of stuff like that a bunch of weapons tanfas katanas uh pole arms all sorts of stuff and has co-op that i still have not done um we both played it mm-hmm. and let's start with you when it comes to your impressions of neo 2 in november all right well um last time we played this was on pc uh so at least it was for me. Uh, I don't know where you played it. Did you play it on PC or console? I played on console originally. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I played it on PC the the, the last time we played it. Um, played it on PlayStation 5 this time. And uh, decided to make a character different than the one I had on, on PC. So I went with a katana, uh, dual katana and bow character this time around. I uh, just kind of decided I was going to unga-bunga it uh, just to get an impression this month, just so you know what kind of character I made. Um, I primarily played co-op with um, Chris and uh, community member uh, Psycho Scream. And, in fact, I think the footage you're seeing is one with me and Chris. Uh, yeah, you provided the footage. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, both on console and on PC. plays really well. Uh the connectivity for multiplayer is also uh, good, which is a, maybe something that comes off a little weird to say, but um, there are some games that really just have some troublesome multiplayer. Uh, this one, you, you make a room, people join it, and they you just select a mission, you go, and at the end of that mission, they can choose to stay or drop out, and if they stay, you can do the next mission. Like... Um, it's really good. There's only a couple things I would change, which is occasionally when you need to watch a cutscene that is on the main map, um, the host does have to leave to watch that cutscene to continue um, progressing in the story, at least in a multiplayer setting. Um, the skill trees are... They're okay. I honestly think they are they should be done a little bit differently. Um but it's nice that you have you know choices uh, based off of like what play styles you you do. Um, I just kind of think having four mini trees instead of one big tree per weapon is uh, kind of a 
I don't think it hits is the way I wanted it to. I don't know how to word it outside of that. Um, yeah, played the first two chapters this time around, uh, which is a pretty much about the same as I did last time. So I pretty much have played the same amount of the game both times. Uh, did you beat it on PC? I've never mm. beaten it. No. Um, <clears throat> trying to think of anything else that m- maybe is a little different for me this time around. Well, I mean, people, people could be watching this weren't there for this time around, so yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah, combat wise, it's pretty much a, a Soulsborne style game with um, a little uh, more flair uh, to it, just because the the people who do make it, like you said, um, have a pedigree in in um, games, anyways, mm-hmm. especially third person action action games, um, and so they definitely like uh, threw elements in it to make it feel like their own. That being you know, having a high, uh, medium, low stance, being able to sheath your weapon, and then uh... that. So that's one of the things that really differentiates this game for me uh, than like from other games that are in the genre is the combat is so uh, Team Ninja. It's mm. so fast and fluid, and then with the stances and how quickly you can switch between things while fighting. Uh, the combat just feels like you're just a little more in control. If you like, it, it almost feels like a fighting game where you can become high skilled in how you play versus like you play a game like um, like Dark Souls, and your skill comes in that of like timing and and dodging stuff like that, um, which obviously is a skill. And those games are really hard, but like uh, in this, it's like your combos and your ability to understand your weapon and the stances and stuff. Uh, where you can really dial in how good you can be at this game, which feels so different than like a lot of games. It's more about like surviving encounters, and this feels like you can really take control of encounters because of the combat system. Yeah, I think uh, I think out of uh, games that have come out that uh, kind of follow this the similar formula, I do think Neo Two is the uh, the one that feels the most like its own game. Um, Hundred yeah. percent out of you know all the Soulsborne style games, uh, I do think it stands alone in that regard, which is is a good thing. I uh, I kind of feel the same way uh, the, with a little bit. I, I played Stranger Paradise as well because it has its own flair as well that they've done really well. Um, I need to play that still to to feel the whole game out. But you need to play more too. Um, I think they just added something to it. I think like there's a, two DLCs now. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, Enemy design is pretty neat. Uh, if I had a criticism, there's a lot of repeat, like repeat uh, enemy models re- that you use fair. the maps a lot. Um, so if they make a third one, I hope they kind of expand a little bit. Uh, it's smart and affordable to reuse assets, but it definitely is very noticeable when one mission you're going this direction on the map and the next mission you're going this direction on the map. So Though to be fair, in my head, I'm like, that's a smart utilization of a map if you can just reverse it. Cause I think they did in the first game too. Yeah. Um, it's, you can get more bang for your buck in that way, but yeah, it is, uh, if you're like playing the game a lot, it might feel repetitive, but it's better than just replaying the same mission, but with a couple of new variables, playing it backwards, kind of, a uh, makes it feel more like a zone. Like if you're playing like a monster hunter or something, you go to a zone, you've probably been there a million times, but maybe this time you're going to a different part of it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense. It, it's not like I, I dislike it. I just, if I was gonna give it, knock it for something, um, I do think they could improve that a lot. Yeah. Um, a lot of different weapon types. I didn't get a chance to try any of the DLC weapons um, either time I played the game, so I don't know how they feel. But um, so far, out of all the weapons I've tried, which at this point has been the katana, the dual katanas, the um, sectional staff, and the uh, spear um i do think i like the dual katanas and the sectional staff the best um, they're not very compatible with each other so but um though they've been the most fun for me uh the katana is honestly a little disappointing for me because mm-hmm. it's such a counterattack weapon and uh that's really just not how i want to play the game so which bums me out because i wanted to like this time make a samurai and uh, I mean, I forced myself to do it anyways, but I just the combat was a little less enjoyable for me this time around. 
And yeah, uh, I don't really have any deep thoughts about the story. Um, it's, you know, it's serviceable. It's fine. I don't even, I don't even remember it if I'm being honest. Cause like the last time I played it a lot was when it came out. And then this month I didn't get to play as much as I wanted to. So and I guess the last thing is that with the yokai abilities, I kind of like the, the system of, um, effectively catching Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh you know picking one for your your triangle and one for your your square button um there are a lot of choices and those also have like sub stats that you can like really mid max by uh merging different souls together and stuff like that so um the game gives you a lot of tools in the uh stats area which is not super casual friendly i'd say Uh, it's definitely more for your hardcore though i also think it's not necessary to play the game because skill is more important than stats so um, yeah but you can really tool to be like very good at something in this game uh, which is uh, for me great because that gives me a reason to sift through the metric shit ton of loot they they throw at you at all times so um yeah overall I had a good time. Yeah. Um, so we've both played this before. I already kind of mentioned that. You've talked about it now. Um, and so, to be honest, I, I played this the least amount of all the games this month, which kind of sucks, but it's because I have played it already that I want to prioritize my time with games that I haven't played. And so, uh, as you guys know, we just did a, a full spoiler review of God War Ragnarok, and that's where I put most of my time this month uh, into uh, that to make sure that I could finish it so we could have that full spoiler review. And make sure to go check that out because it's a really good conversation that we had. Um, but uh, yeah, so I played Neo 2, and first thing I forgot that happened is I remember when I originally played this, I played this on PS4, and then they made the PS5 version, and then when I upgraded to that, my save didn't carry over. And so starting up this month on my PS5 version, I forgot that I wasn't that far into the game on that save. So I was like, ah, shit. So like I was going through a map that I've already gone through before, but I was like, where's all my progress at? Like, and I completely forgot that that was a thing. So, um, wasn't as far in as I would have liked to be, but, uh, I had a lot of fun playing it. I, uh, I, for- I forgot how much I love Neo, um, and Neo 2. I always tell myself that whenever it comes up that they're great games, but playing it again, just kind of reminded me on why it's so good. Uh, the graphics are clean. Um, looks really good. The the world's vibrant. The uh, enemy types, even though they could be more varied, um, are really imaginative. Uh, the combat is fantastic. It's, it's seriously so good. Um, when it comes to these kind of games, I think it has some of the best combat that exists in the genre. Um, really uh, intuitive. Really, uh, you can get really precise with what you want to do with the combat um the yokai system is really cool um it's when you're talking about it, it kind of remind me of uh it's kind of like kind of like the closest thing that we got to like folklore for ps3 um it's fair if you don't know what that is there was a game on ps3 that should have got a sequel uh called folklore where you ran around and you essentially captured enemy types you fought and were able to use them as abilities and so, like, it kind of felt like Pokemon in a sense, but it was like uh, an action game. It was a really cool idea. I would have loved to see more uh, games like that. So, this game has a similar system. You can equip Yokai and use them as abilities. And it's uh, it's cool because it kind of, in a game that's supposed to have these challenging fights, gives you an edge that you can use sometimes that kind of can even the playing field. Or, like, if things are going bad, you can use one of these things and and kind of get yourself out of it. Um yeah, so I really like the Yokai system. That's uh, in the last game, it was like a summon. In this, it's like actually a little more hands on. It's part of your uh, arsenal uh, when you're fighting, which I like. Uh, level layout is really good. The way that the maps are set up, um, they have a very similar to Dark Souls like intertwining pathing that you know you go through this way and end up coming out here where you already were before, and now you have access to that area faster in case you die and you go back to your original tre- checkpoint and get further into the map um it uh it rewards your slow progression um to the point where it it always feels like you're making progress and i really like that system uh one done right and i think this game does it right and i think dark souls obviously and 
all the from software games do it incredibly well um let's see i was going to touch on something and i completely forgot oh uh weapons weapon varieties uh bigger and better than the last game uh i was using tonfas in this quite a bit i think they're a lot of fun to use uh, i also like the dual swords um what are the pull arms there's a spear and this is staff but it's dlc yeah, so it wasn't the staff. So it was the spear. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. I used that almost primarily in the original Neo. So I ch- kind of challenged myself to not use it this time around. Um, and so I used the Tonfas mostly. Uh, medium or light attacks are my favorite because you can get in there and just get a lot of hits in and, and move around a lot. Uh, completely forgot about and was quickly reminded of, I forgot the name of it, but in this game, use your stamina when you're swinging and you have to regain it during combat by pressing R1. Um which uh, will give you a little boost back. If you don't do that, you run out of stamina really quick. Um, it also will get rid of, uh, I can't remember terminology in the game, but uh, uh, when you're fighting enemies, they will put down like these um, these areas um, and you can get rid of those when you use that ability there. You know what I'm like talking about? Little mini yokai realms. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, or, it's you know, more simply put, they're little puddles that buff them. Yeah, so it's it's got a lot of different uses, which is cool. Uh, the game is anti-button mash. The game wants you to be involved with everything that's happening, so you have to be thinking about things and not just um, you know what buttons to press when you're hitting them, but you know you're dodging, you're uh, recharging of stamina and getting rid of those yokai areas. Uh, it's a very involved game, which I like. You're not there's no passive time where you're just kind of like zoning out. Um, I'm sure if you get really high level and you just walk through everything you can get to that point but i'm not there uh i agree with the skill trees i like that they have them and it does feel like you're you're becoming better at things but they could be more exciting and i thought that about neo as well so that is something that they could maybe improve upon in a neo 3 and let's see haven't played co-op in it i would like to see what that's like but i just haven't um and yeah neo 2 is really good I really enjoyed it, even if I had a brief time with it this month, uh, being reminded of just how good it is and was really nice. And uh, I would like to beat it. I don't think I ever beat Neo 2. I beat Neo. Um, I think I got like halfway through it on PS4, so got to get back through there or buy it on PC maybe. I don't know. Um, I can't wait for Neo 3. But yeah, great game. Definitely love it. Uh, let's jump into recommendations unless you have anything else to say. All right, so I will recommend it to anybody who's into Soulsborne-style games, uh, any games uh, where you can lose souls and have to get them back, uh, where you have to go to checkpoints and reset uh, the enemies every time you use a checkpoint, whether it's a bonfire or whatever they use in the game, that kind of system. Any game where you're locking onto your um, uh, enemy and uh, and you know dodging and swinging, stuff like that. If you're into that kind of game, you have to play this. It's one of the best ones. Um, if you like Japanese aesthetic, samurai stuff, ninja stuff, it's a must play in my opinion. I think it really does a good job with that. Um, if you like intricate exploration in maps, not like an open world, but like, you know, you go to a level and you go through it and there's all these like nooks and crannies and stuff to explore. It's a really game, a good game for that. Um, and if you like co-op, I can't really speak on that, but I know it has it. So... I can recommend that as well. Also, if you like uh, loot fest games, games where you get a bunch of loot, get to gear up, um, you know, you could really grind out. If you got a certain item, you want a better version of it, keep working towards it. This game offers that. Yeah. Uh, I'm mostly just going to echo the three-player co-op uh, experience with uh, loot because uh, unlike other Soulsborne games, including Soulsborne themselves, um the multiplayer has no like weird stipulation. Like if you beat the boss, you can just reload the mission and go fight the boss again. Like you don't lose access to multiplayer all of a sudden after killing it. So um, yeah, it's weird. They definitely made a game that you can play from start to finish as a co-op game um, that just happens to have uh, a combat system and a progression of level system that is similar to a Soulsborne experience. So. Yeah. Anything else? That's it. All right, let's uh, grade it. I'm going to go with my original grade I gave when we reviewed it. Nothing has changed for me. I'm going to give it an A. 
Um, it's a fantastic game. I think it's one of the best in the genre. Um, and even now, even though it's only been like a year since I graded it originally, um, I really enjoy it. I think it's really good. And uh, if you have not played it, I think you should. So, yeah, A, easy A. All right. Um, I don't know what I gave it before, but as my feelings this month uh, are going to go, I'm going to say uh, A minus. Uh, it is a very good uh, and welcome addition to the genre. Uh, I also applaud them for making a game that I can play with people because I struggle to play these kind of games by myself. And I honestly hope that other people who decide to make games that are in this uh, style of game would take some notes. So, yeah. And for the record, you gave it an A minus last time. Oh, okay. So nothing changed. Yeah. We, just, <laughs> we just gave a shorter version of our review of last time. So, um, yeah. I mean, I agree. Neo Neo Two is great. So um, definitely uh, an A territory game. Yeah. Anything else? All right, let us know in the comments what you guys think of Neo 2. Did you like it? Did you not like it? If you didn't like it, what didn't you like about it? If you did like it, what did you like about it? Uh, what do you think about it compared to the original Neo if you played that? And uh, what's your favorite Soulsborne-style game? Um, and, yeah, let me know what you think about it in the comments below when it comes to Neo 2. Uh, the second game we played this month was Heavenly Bodies. If you didn't get a chance to play Heavenly Bodies, it is a space puzzle game where you play as an astronaut having to do different objectives in a space station uh involving zero g zero g physics um in which you float around uh using um the sticks to move your hands and the triggers to grab things to move yourself through uh obstacles with your arms um you can also move your feet a little bit too and then uh tuck them you can tuck them. And uh, yeah, you got pretty basic things you have to accomplish, but the challenge is the physics. Um, so there's a lot of uh, problem solving with uh, figuring out, you know, unlocking certain things to let things move and lock them into place, unplugging and plugging in things, um, moving things around. But again, the, the biggest challenge is that everything is just kind of perpetually floating into uh, in perpetuity. So um yeah, that was a redundant statement, but uh, you get what I'm saying. Uh, we both played it, and uh, I'll go first. Um, this was a game that I was probably the most excited to visit this month because it's the one out of the three. Well, I hadn't played Harry Potter, but I've played plenty of Lego games, so uh, that wasn't too exciting for me because if you played a Lego game, you've played a Lego game. Um, and I played Neo 2. So uh, playing a game I haven't played before, um, I was hoping for the best and uh i liked this game uh it has a co-op mode but we didn't play it i would have liked to try that to see what it's like but i kind of have a feeling on what it would have been like having played it um i like this game the the zero g's is cool on paper but in practice it actually kind of kind of got frustrating for me uh not in moving things actually I, I love physics in games so like seeing how things move in space was really cool but moving my character drove me nuts um getting around a lot of times i would use my arm to grab something to move and my whole body would start like flipping around and shit um i didn't get the motion down very well um to the point i'll also admit this I went to the options, I turned assisted mode on, which allows you to do this. Your feet do this and you're able to slowly propel yourself forward. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I turned that on because I was getting really annoyed. I was like playing it, playing it, playing it, and I was having fun, but I was like, I don't, I don't wanna have to keep doing this. So I was looking through that and I saw that and I tried it out and uh, it barely adds much because you can't, you can't do advanced movements, but you can move forward. Um, so I used that a little bit just to kind of uh, give myself a little bit of an edge there. And uh, yeah, the puzzle solving's fun, a little basic, but fun. Um, I like the physics of like, uh, even though it's annoying sometimes, like you unplug a cord and they're like just kind of floating around in space. And then sometimes something I unplugged while I'm trying to grab something else would like slowly float back and plug itself back in. Did you ever <laughs> how that happened? No. That was really annoying. Um, I think it's like the second mission you're like trying to erect like this tower that has satellites on it. And it's cool because it's all folded up 
and it's all locked into place and stuff. So you have to go through one section, connect all the satellites, unlock one section of this huge thing. And because you're in space, you're able to actually move it physically and it floats into place. And then you have to lock that into place. And so you're constructing this tower that you're inside of. I think that's the footage you guys are watching. And uh, then you have to move this like computer cart through the center of the tower, plug it into certain sections, connect the satellites, move it up to the next part of the tower, connect the satellites. And by the time I was done, I felt like accomplished. It was nice, even if I was using the assisted mode. Um, and it was, it was cool. I didn't play for too long though, just because I pretty much got the gist of it. I think I got to the mission three, maybe four. And uh, I was at that point, I was like, yeah, I get it. I get it at this point. And I really wanted to play as co-op. We didn't get to do that, so. Um, I think you have to do it locally. Yeah, yeah, same screen. Um, so that would've, uh, it would've been easier if you could just do it um, you know, over the network, but not the case. Um, but yeah, the game's got a cool atmosphere. It's a pretty simple game. The The biggest challenge is the physics. Um, but the creativity's really cool, the idea's cool. And I enjoyed the physics aspect of it. I always think that's a lot of fun in games. Um, and it's a neat little indie game. Um, I don't really know what else to really add to it, though, because the game's pretty straightforward. It's just solve puzzles in, in low gravity. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a neat little experience. But I don't think I'll be coming back to it because it's not enough to make me want to come back, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I honestly think I would just be repeating you pretty much verbatim, um, outside of the assist mode part. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the physics and stuff was neat being able to like kind of float around and see everything, um, you know, just kind of slowly move while you're like, especially the, uh, you know, you open a toolbox on point and everything comes flying out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was all neat. Um, the two stick thing can go fuck itself though. I, yeah. I hated that so much. It was stupid. Um, I didn't use the assist mode, but a lot of time what I was doing to just to ensure I could move mm-hmm. was I was constantly make sure the camera was locked onto me and not the map so that I could just flap my arms like wings to, to move. Can you do that? Yeah. Oh, I know that. So, cause otherwise I was getting incredibly frustrated, uh, cause my arm would like get stuck like this mm-hmm. on my character. So I'd have to like down out up and then be able to do something I yeah know, it was I, re- I ran into that too <gasps> regardless of assistive mode or not when i was trying to do uh movements in tighter areas my arms would sometimes get locked into weird positions and if i move them out of that lock because of the physics it would like move my body and i'm like holy shit but that's the challenge it's supposed to be like what are you gonna do in zero g's but uh that's interesting i never tried the flapping thing i don't think you could do that in real life so i never thought to do that yeah i just would put my arm straight up and then do a half circle and it would hmm. propel me forward. So. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I never tried that. I literally just grabbed onto things and, and threw yourself and yeah, propelled myself and I got tired of doing that. So it's yeah, like, I started that way as well. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I was just like, I'd get my body straight and just like, mm. yeah. And there is a button you said, you said it, you had it locked. Why well, just hold the button. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you play it completely different than me. I uh, I would just hit it every once in a while. Um, a lot of times I wouldn't. I would just play the way I was. But sometimes you benefit a lot if you're oriented with your character. So the the map is locked how it is, and you're moving your character there in the space. But if you hit one of the shoulder buttons, it'll orient your camera uh, where your head's at the top of the screen. And so um, that's something you have to constantly do or just hold the button. Yeah. Um, well, because your arms move in the direction of the joysticks, regardless of the mm-hmm. facing of your body. So if you're in the middle yeah. of doing something and you're spinning, whatever direction you're holding and you're move, you have to like adjust to that the whole time. And ugh. yeah, I thought a lot of stuff with the tools was interesting too. Like you had to go like open up something, grab a tool, use it to, and you actually physically had to like move your arm to crank I, things. I liked that stuff. I also liked, in, you know, in the, I only did the first mission. I shut it off after that. I, okay. I, this is not a game I would, I would ever play again. Um, but something that had floated, uh, you know, through at some point, um, 
had like lodged into the door so it wasn't closing behind me mm-hmm. and i also forgot to like clip myself to the air you know when i opened up the the fucking door to space mm-hmm. airlock yeah uh fortunately i was holding on the wall but all of a sudden it was depressurized i was like duh chevy like what are you doing mm-hmm. but because it was depressurizing the entire station because the door was wedged open i was just like stuck in that position until it finally like i was just waiting and waiting and hmm. waiting and then finally it ended and i went over and I grabbed the clip put it on went outside fixed the 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 solar panel got back in and, and you know finished the mission but um that kind of stuff i think is neat because um, that was my bad for not making sure the door was clear uh the depressurization would have went a lot faster I, I think if the door had been closed instead of it doing the whole station mm-hmm. um yeah, I think, honestly, I, I think the game's a neat idea. The only thing I don't like is the control scheme. It drives me insane. Um, yeah, I, I feel like the arms could at least function a little better. May, maybe that's just all it would take. Because uh, I don't mind the stick so much, but your arms would get locked in weird positions, and it just didn't feel natural. Yeah. That, Like, for instance, uh, you, you move your sticks to the right, have your arms straight out, and then you roll them down, and they're down by your sides. But then if you push up, they get locked up in there. Because it's like fighting against it's an indie game, so like, like the, it's the point is your wrist is what it feels like. Yeah. And so you're just, but but it's getting locked into your body on a two D pl- uh, plane, and like in real life, if you want to move your arms up, you would just pull your arms up forward and do that. And there should be a little bit more freedom to do that, and that your arms would just get like stuck, like you were like just like this flat robot. Um, like you're some dumbass who can't like move their arm. Doesn't I, feel good. But that I think that's part of the charm of the game as well and part of the challenge, even though it became frustrating for me. So I literally sought out uh, a way to remedy that. Yeah. Um, you didn't, but you still had the same issue mm-hmm. as me. Um, and so I can assume a lot of people probably felt that way. Um, I do think this game would be a lot more fun with another person though. So the co-op probably would have been a lot better because, you know, in situations that are maybe frustrating or whatever, having a second pair of hands um, or at least somebody to laugh with when things are going bad uh, would lighten up the mood a bit. But when Probably. you are playing by yourself um, and things are not going very well, it's just like, oh my God. Like the big thing I was I was uh, finding that was happening to me a lot was I started feeling like impatient. Yeah. Um, and I love physics. There's sometimes where I'm like grabbing something, I watch my body like float, and I'd like reach for something. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. But then sometimes things just wouldn't go right, and then more things wouldn't go right. And that should be, you know, like a, an exciting element of the game. But because of the functionality of the arms not being the best they could, it started feeling almost like annoying. Um, and so, like, I was really kind of like thinking about the time I was investing in the game and how I wasn't having fun in the moment. And then, you know, seeking out a system mode so I could just fucking make that a little more of a, a faster experience for myself um so yeah i uh the game it, it's a cool idea it's just i feel like it could be if they make a second one i hope they can smooth out at least the arms i think the arms could be done better they that's the part that feels the most indie to me is how stiff those feel it almost feels like an old flash game you'd play on the internet except for with better graphics um but the physics were done well. I was actually really impressed with the, the way they they have them, happening while you play. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I I don't have any like complaints against the game itself, outside of the arm thing. Um, but the play style of the game is just one hundred percent not my thing. Um, the whole concept I actually think is neat. And what came to my mind uh, was I would probably enjoy this game in VR as a 3d version of it. Oh, that'd be way better. So yeah, uh, that'd be a completely different game though. It could be the exact same principle of you floating around and using your arms to be perfect to grab things and move. But the 3d perspective of it, I think would give you a whole new element that would make it a lot more interesting. Yeah. Well, and yeah, you're the one floating around yeah, at that point. Then. Exactly. And you're and like freely looking I don't, around. I don't have and... to have arms that get stuck in my armpits. So Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you just use your actual arms and use them as they should be used to be able to grab yeah. things when you want to grab things. So, um, yeah. But yeah, overall, I think concept and puzzle stuff, like it, it's fine. Um, I think the controls are frustrating. So Yeah. Um, got anything else to say on it? No. All right, let's jump into recommendations. You can start first if you want. Uh, well, it was definitely an indie game, so if, uh, I, that would be my my first recommendation. If you are into indie games, um, you know, check it out. Uh, if you like puzzle games, if you like 
games with anti-gravity and physics. Um, and if you like games from a single perspective. What else would I add to that? I feel like space. If you, if you want to play more space games, uh, it's a space game, even though it's kind of vague, but, uh, it is, it is a neat perspective. Um, and then you nailed everything else. I'm going to say puzzle games. If you like games with physics or, or messing around in zero G's, uh, this game's going to be for you. And, uh, I didn't play the co-op, but, um, if you like that, the idea of those type of games with somebody else, you can do it. We didn't try it. So we can't talk about that. Um, and has an assisted mode. So if you like the movement, if that feels like it's it's hindering you. You can doggy paddle. You can. It's funny because the, the, everybody watching will be seeing it. But he does this little like foot movement where he's like stepping. And then he's able to float around. So, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Uh, pretty straightforward. I can't recommend it to everybody. I think a lot of people probably wouldn't play this. But uh, for the type of person who would play this, they're probably going to really like it. So, um. Yeah, let's jump into grades. I started with impressions for me first, so how about you grade it? Okay. Um, I'm going to give it a C plus. Okay. I would give it a B minus if the arm thing wasn't a... a, a hindrance? A hindrance. Yeah. Um, outside of, of that complaint, um, you know, the rest of it's fine. It's a little shallow feeling, um, but, you know, the, the idea is there. I just wish it controlled a little better, but yeah, so C plus. I was going to give it a B minus, but... I feel like it's a little high for me just because the, I, I think I like the concept more than I like the experience. Mm -hmm. The concept's cool. The physics are cool. The idea is cool. The, the atmosphere is cool. But playing it was not awesome for me. And so, yeah, I feel like it just needs some improvement. I think I'd also give it a C plus, a really strong C plus. I want to give it a B minus, but I, I didn't, I didn't really have fun playing it. Mm -hmm. I was just really into what they accomplished with the physics more so, but the gameplay could be improved for sure and made more interesting and maybe add some things to feel like you're progressing towards possibly. This is more of an experience than anything. You know, problem solving, which is a lot of fun for a lot of people, but for me it wasn't enticing enough. So yeah, I would give it a really strong C plus. Definitely room for improvement and I hope they make a Heavenly Bodies 2 and improve on, uh, at the very least, the way the arms move. Um, make them feel less like they're like steel bars that can get locked into place um, because that's not how arms work in real life. So, and uh, they got everything else down pretty realistic. So maybe they can get the arms working better. Um, but overall really cool effort and uh, cool idea for sure. I just wish it was a little more fun to play. So anything else? Nada. Let us know in the comments what you think of Heavenly Bodies. Did you play? Did you not play? If you didn't play it, why didn't you play it? And if you did play it, what did you think of it? Did you like it? Did you not like it? And uh, what did you think of the physics? What did you think of the gameplay? What did you think of the idea? Um, and yeah, did you play co-op? Let me know everything you think about in the comments below when it comes to Heavenly Bodies. Last game we played in November was LEGO Harry Potter Collection. If you didn't get a chance to play that, it's a LEGO game. It's a platformer. You play as LEGOs. But in this one, you play through the story of Harry Potter, I think at least that goes through the whole story. Um, I only played, you know, the beginning, which would have been the first movie essentially. Um, and yeah, he plays Harry Potter. He plays a lot of characters, but you know, play plays Harry, Co Harry Potter, Harry Potter as the main character, uh, going to Hogwarts, uh, doing Hogwarts stuff, learning spells. That's kind of the, every Lego game has like things that differentiate them from the other Lego game while still having the same principles. Like you build stuff out of Legos, whether it's in Star Wars using the Force to do that, and this using spells to do the same thing. But uh, but they all have something different. And in this, you learn new spells, and those new spells allow you to interact with different things on the map. Um, and yeah, you play through the scenarios of the movies. I think this is based off the movies. And uh, you switch between characters like you do in most Lego games. Um, you break everything in sight to collect all the coins um and yeah we both played it and uh what was your impressions of lego harry potter collection um well i mean it it was a lego game 100 <laughs> percent um so you know it's, it starts off uh you know just like the movie does where you eventually get to the point where Harry gets the in invitation. You go through all these cutscenes. It has the very, very Lego game humor the whole time, where like really dumb stuff happens and people are just kind of like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> that's, that's every Lego game. Yeah, if someone uh, does something dumb and there's like, 
Yeah. Uh, and that, that happens pretty much constantly throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do finally you know get to, to play, and you're um, slowly running around Hogwarts, learning spells and solving puzzles. And honestly, it's okay. Like, I don't have anything negative to say about it. Um, it's not super exciting for me either. These these games are, are always kind of the same in that regard. But uh, I do think they do a good job of thematically making them make sense uh, with every game, which is honestly kind of impressive to have um, what I would say is the same game over and over and over again, but uh, just enough to make it feel like it belongs in the universe you're playing in. So um, they, they definitely have their formula down. Um, yeah, essentially every game that's a lego game is a lego platformer but themed around a property so yeah. if you're a plant or plan if you're a fan of platformers and the lego platformers and you have a brand you like you really have choices mm-hmm. in which one you want to play because they've done a bunch of them at this point it's crazy yeah um i did uh like that you very like rapidly go through the events that you know of the the first uh i don't know if it was just only the first movie i think it was um, it's been a long time since I've even seen it, but, uh, I've only seen two Harry Potter movies. I've seen them all, um, which feels like one movie cause they don't change that much. I'm yeah. probably going to upset someone with that, but whatever. We're, um, we're not big Harry Potter fans. Yeah. Uh, I did kind of like that people had their own things for different puzzles. Like, uh, I believe his name's Ron, uh, has a rat that can go through tunnels and grab stuff for you. Um, you can like set up, they can all learn the same spells. You can set them up differently ahead of time. So like if you get to a puzzle and you need, you know, spell A, B or C, you just switch that character real quick. They take care of it. Um, you know, it still has the, like you said, smash and collect all the coins thing, but it had also, um, you know, puzzles where like you'd have to like pick up all these like Lego block pieces, put them on a platform a certain way or build stairs and stuff like that. And, you know, it, it's actually involved in, like, you rotate the piece with one stick, move with the other type of deal. And, and those things are all really neat. I, I think it's uh, definitely good, for, like, for all ages because it's just engaging, but it's not, like, super complicated. Which These is good. games always feel like the perfect game if you were somebody who, like, a gamer who had a kid and you wanted to play something with them. Yeah, it's got it, just enough going on. Because it's engaging, ju- not really for me, but just enough for most people to just play it as, like, like a platformer. But also, like, there's puzzles that are, like, super simple. Like, they just make you stop and think for a second. But they're not, like, super complicated. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, a younger person could accomplish them without, you know, getting frustrated because they don't know what the hell's happening. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they're definitely, like, a family-friendly game. Games. Right. Um. I honestly think it's probably his greatest strength. Yeah. Is that um, everyone knows what Legos are. The IPs they get are usually huge, well-known IPs. Everyone can play them. It's drop in, drop out. There's no punishment for death. Like, you just get to play a video game. Yeah. Um. So, I, I mean, I appreciate that aspect of it. Um, I just, like, the source material uh, isn't my thing. And um, I, like, I don't have, like, necessarily a love for Lego games either. So, mm-hmm. um, it was... It was an okay time. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably have less to say on it than you. Um, it's a Lego game. I'm not a big fan of the Lego game formula. Um, it's not very engaging for me, but they work. And they got their formula down. And uh, it seems to work for a lot of people, so I can't really dock them for that. It's just a personal taste for me. Um, and while you were talking about that and we started talking about the family thing, um, it just further solidifies that I'm just not the demographic for this game. Um, but it doesn't necessarily make the game bad. Uh, it's neat, especially if I was into Harry Potter, I'd probably like it a lot more, but I'm not also into Harry Potter. So, um, I'm playing a game that I'm not really too into in a world that I'm not really too into, but, uh, but it's a functional platformer. There's plenty of exploration, uh, a lot of breaking things open, which does nothing for me. Uh, super simple, um, um, problem solving, uh, which I kind of touched on earlier. That's definitely for somebody else, not for me. Um, like there's parts where you gotta like stack, Legos to make a staircase to walk up them and I would just like there'd be one already kind of set up and a couple over there I'd just grab one chuck it on top of the other one and then just jump on that and just get up I wouldn't even build anything so I'm like I can get up that's fine um I thought the spells were kind of neat because they uh you you use them differently um and so it kind of added some variety and figuring out 
had progressed further in a lot of these scenarios and also goes into uh i don't know how later the game feels but like in the sense that you're like going to hogwarts to learn how to be a wizard it was cool to be learning those spells Mm -hmm. and using them in all the scenarios that even i recognize from the first movie for anybody wondering i've only seen the first movie and prisoner of azkaban those are the only two harry potter movies i've watched i've never read the books so um that's where i'm at but it's cool to uh relive some of those moments in that in that first movie and uh feel like i was kind of progressing through and until uh hogwarts legacy comes out this is probably the best harry potter game you're going to get um because it gives you that full experience in lego form um but yeah i mean at the end of the day you're just kind of running using spells and jumping a lot uh playing through zany scenarios uh, it does have, you know, like when you're playing as uh, Ron, the ginger kid, mm-hmm. uh, he has like a rat he can use and certain things really basic. Um, it's normally just like walk up a wall and go to the right and push something off. But uh, at least it engages you in the sense that you have to like stop and go like, well, I got to switch over to Ron to get this knocked out. Um, so, yeah, I feel like that kind of stuff, if you're playing with a kid, would be really uh, a lot better. Um. The game doesn't play the best in certain parts. There's a there's a part where you go into the bathroom and there's that troll who's getting wild mm-hmm. in there and you're supposed to drop something on his head. And I did that the first time and nothing happened. And then I did it a second time just to be like, maybe I didn't do it correctly. I did the exact same way the second time and it worked. So it's uh, detection wasn't the best. But I still kind of appreciated that they made kind of a boss fight that was like simple for people to to uh defeat him but it was still like a different experience it wasn't just like run around an open area and shoot him until he's done like you actually have to think and go oh i gotta pull the thing down and knock him out um so i can appreciate the creativity and uh the formula these these guys have developed um that just seems to work uh for and it really just works for everything especially with the amount of lego parts in this game they got a lego part for everything it's all from like real sets too so it's cool that they can even make a harry potter game uh, a star wars game i think there's a jurassic park one um you know it's uh it's it's always it's always neat to see what they can do with the actual legos in these games but when it comes to the gameplay i've already said enough times so i'm not going to you know repeat it too much it's just not for me so it's it's hard to feel anything worthwhile for me to really break down and talk about so simplistic game and it works for people and that's cool but this one just felt wasted on me i guess so that's not a negative to the game the game's fine it's just not for me so yeah anything else nope all right let's jump into recommendations i think uh the the easy ones are if you're into platformers it's a platformer if uh you want to play a family friendly platformer or family friendly game in general uh it's it's a good game for that if you have kids and you want them to have a a game to play that's you know not going to frustrate them and they'll be able to play through and have fun especially if they're harry potter fans uh this is probably excellent for that um if you like cooperative experiences i would recommend it if you're a harry potter fan i feel like you have to play this game because there's not a whole lot of those games and uh this is giving you the movie experience only in lego form so at least you got that until hogwarts legacy comes out which uh as not a harry potter fan i want to play that looks really cool um yeah what do you got I mean, I feel like magic. I feel like magic in games. I feel like everyone could play this game. Yeah. Um, I don't think everyone would love it, but mm-hmm. I think everyone could play it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I uh, I struggle to really kind of hard recommend it to really anybody. I, I just think it's a game that you can pick up and play. I'm sure there are people who love it. Um, and they've already played it though. So. Well, there are fans of the Lego games. Yeah. So I would hard recommend it to them, but they yeah. probably already played it. So I mean, give it a shot. You might like it. I mean, that's yeah. just kind of where my my recommendation is on that. Like they they are easy to pick up and and learn, uh, and not very punishing. So I mean, even if you're not even much of a gamer, um, I don't know why you're watching this channel, but you know, just in case. Welcome and hit the subscribe button. Yeah. Everyone's welcome here. Uh, it's a, I think it's a good. A, game to teach how to play video games to be honest yeah uh i just thought of it but i don't know if it's a it's a good recommendation but i mean if you're somebody who like likes listening to podcasts and play something you can kind of turn off while playing it uh this would be a good game for that i think although i would recommend uh, a more grindy game that i would 
typically play if I was doing something like that. But yeah, I'd where you work towards something, Final Fantasy fourteen on yeah. that point. But yeah, start playing MMOs or play <laughs> play a game where you're uh, you play Deep Rock Galactic or Dark Tide or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe you want to chill and uh, just kind of play a mindless game. Check this out. Um, so you did your impressions first. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, you done with the recommendations? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll grade it. I'm trying to balance between that the game is fine and functioning and my personal like of it. And I true. Yeah, our grading our grading system is is not like is this the best game, worst game ever. It's just like trying to grade it between quality and what I personally think of it gameplay wise. Reaction basically. Yeah. So I feel like I would give it. I'll give it a B minus. It's a function game. It works just fine. It's a Harry Potter game, so if you like Harry Potter games, you'll probably like it. and uh, Or Harry Potter in general, you'll probably like it. And uh, if you like the Lego platformer games, you'll probably like it. And it's, it's It works just fine. It's just really simple, and it's not engaging for me. So, But there's nothing wrong with it. There's no problems with it. It's just not not enough for me to want to invest in. And the quality's fine, but it's not amazing. I mean, it's it's plays smooth. There's no glitches. I didn't see anything bad like that. But like the graphics aren't great. Uh story's not really interesting for me personally but if you're in harry potter i'm sure it's great and yeah strong b minus i also want to give it a b but that i just have like no interest in playing it i have to balance it so b minus um man i'm gonna give it even though like i have no interest in playing this game i'm gonna give it a b plus i think the game itself is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I had zero problems, and I think everyone could play it. Um, but I do not think it exce- uh, excels at anything. Yeah. Um, so I can't even fathom giving it an A. I don't even but think... But I do think B-plus is pretty fair. Sure. I, I think it's more fair than me. I just... Uh, you know, if I was grading it based off of how much I want to play it, I would give it a D. Oh, so, yeah. Um, Easy. <laughs> yeah. But but then looking at like the quality, I'm like, it's, it's fine. Yeah, and it's with fine. games coming out nowadays that aren't even fully fucking finished... It's functioning, but but also my my bigger criticism towards it, I didn't really mention that I should, and I'll say it now. For a Lego game, it's probably one of my least favorites that I played. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I agree with that part. I thought the the I DC really... villain one was better. I think it felt more modern, had more engaging stuff going on, had a little open world you could run around in and drive vehicles and stuff. It just felt like a uh, a bigger experience. Yeah. Uh, this felt like a more traditional. I don't know which one came out more recently, but um, this one just feels like a more classic Lego experience, and it just, uh, on the scale of Lego games, was it was fine, just not for me. Yeah, I I honestly think it would have went a little lower, but you get all of the Harry Potter games in this version. Yeah, so. I didn't experience them, but yeah, it is a good. It's a plus. So yeah. that's yeah, all these games that have like the whole sagas and stuff, like Star Wars. I'm just like that's that's crazy. It's a lot of game. Like if you're like if you're a fan of these Lego games and you're a fan of the property that they're doing, these games are probably awesome for you. So like, you know, I'm trying to be objective in that sense of understanding like these these games are popular for a reason. They make them for a reason and they do a good job. So, yep. All right. Well, uh, else? Nope. Let us know in the comments what you guys think of Lego Harry Potter collection. Did you like it? Did you not like it? What did you like about it? If you did like something about it, uh, if you are somebody who has, if you're a Lego game connoisseur. What's your favorite Lego game? What's the best one? Tell me. I might look into it. Um, probably come out on PlayStation Plus. So I can try it out. But uh, I'm curious because uh, having played enough Lego games now, um, I can kind of tell some are better than others, obviously. Some are older. Some are newer. Um, and yeah, are you a Harry Potter fan going into this? Did that affect the way you viewed this game when you played it? And uh, do you like the Lego games? Uh let me know everything you think about in the comments below when it comes to that and the other games we played. But that's going to do it for this episode of Plus Club. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check out our streams and socials linked down below. Uh, check out our Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form. I have TikTok if you want to check that out. I do uh, small form content there. 
until I can upload it here. Uh, that's where it's at, so check that out. That's linked down below. And we have a Patreon. If you like the support to the channel, even more than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing, if you are brand new here. Uh, I've been Seth. This has been Chevy. Thank you for joining me, Chevy. Thank you for joining me, everybody who watched this episode. Until next episode, which will probably be TastyCast. Have a good one, guys, and take it easy.